0: What's up, everybody? This is Colby Wood with the Medical Sales Certification Podcast, and welcome to this episode. And on this episode, I wanted to discuss, and uh, in, in this is kind of the tagline that I came up with: is "Don't take a quick yes for a final yes." And what I mean by that, hopefully, you can kind of figure it out in and of itself. But when the yes comes too easily, you need to be very concerned. Your red flags need to go up when you get a quick yes. And I wanted to share an example that happened earlier this week. I, I had a phone call with the director of a surgery center of a place where uh, a doctor said, yeah, I want to use your product. And so it's at this surgery center. And so then I've got to go to the actual director of the surgery center and make sure that we can get the product approved. And I'm going to kind of share the example of uh, the phone call that I had with him. And surprisingly, uh, this was kind of a an easy yes that was a final yes, but I think I can use it as an example of how you need to be diligent in making sure that a yes that comes too easily, you've really got to do your work to make sure that it's legitimate. Because when it comes really easily, meaning that you really haven't had to handle significant objections, or you get a yes from a doctor and you go to a surgery center and they're like, yeah, no problem, bring the product in. It doesn't really work that way usually anymore in this industry. Typically what happens is you get a doctor to say yes to your product, you then have to go to the surgery center or the hospital, wherever they're using that product, and then get approval from them. And a lot of times what the doctor wants and what the surgery center or the hospital wants is not necessarily the same thing. So it's almost as if you are doing a B2C sale, right, business to consumer, direct to consumer with the doctor, but then you have to go business to business with the facility themselves because then you're going to get a number of people involved just to give you the thumbs up or the green light to bring that product in. And so the example that I wanted to share is me kind of walking through that scenario where the easy yes ended up being a final yes, but I was diligent in making sure that the easy yes didn't and didn't turn around and end up biting me in the in the backside, let's say. Cuz what what you're trying to avoid as a rep and one of the most frustrating things that you're going to run into as a medical sales rep and probably a sales rep in general is you get a yes from a customer and you think you've got a deal and then 24, 48, 72 hours later, you find out that that deal unwound. Something happened after you got the yes from the from the customer or you know the the administrator at the facility where you're doing the surgery, you got a yes from them and then something unwinds down the road and you lose that opportunity. And so the situation with this guy is, um, I'd worked with this surgery center in the past. It, it had been a little while, but the doctor said, yeah, I want to use this product. And I met with him on last Thursday. And he said, I want to use your product. now." I've got surgeries at this facility next week, Wednesday. So I had a little bit less than a week to get this set up. And so I reached out to the director of the surgery center, who I'd worked with in the past, um, couldn't get a hold of him. He was out on Friday. So then uh, I left him a voicemail on Monday morning and he called me back Monday afternoon. And so I get on the phone with him. And essentially the situation that I find myself in is I've got a doctor who said, yeah, I want to use your product, but now I've got to go to the surgery center and find a way to actually get them to say yes to me because I don't, I had worked with the surgery center in the past. So I've worked with them. I understand the products that they currently have on the shelf, the ones that they're currently using, but it had been a little while, and I don't know all the dynamics of what's going on there at this point, right? Like prior to this phone call. I didn't know, do they have a new contract in place with another vendor for this product category? Do they have other surgeons that are in the mix that are going to cut down the opportunity to do this? Does this surgeon that gave me a yes that said, I want to use this product, do they have any clout in the surgery center? Like if, if they're, if they're the biggest surgeon going to a surgery center, more often than not, they're going to be able to use the product that they want to use. But if they're a surgeon that goes to a facility once a month or once every two months and, and doesn't do a whole lot of volume, that facility is going to be a lot less inclined to get them what they want because they simply don't have the volume. That's not, that person, that surgeon is not a big player in their, in their facility. So I get on the phone with this guy and he's like, hey man, how you been? You know, it's been a while. What what have you been up to? What are you doing now? And so I, he knew why I was calling or he, he obviously got the voicemail that I had left him. I sent him an email and I dropped off a handwritten note to him. So he knew I, why, um, why I was calling. And so he was the one calling me back to discuss it. And I said, you know, here's the deal. And I laid out kind of the situation that had brought me to this point. And I'm like, you know, it, is this a product that we can bring in for this doctor? And he's like, yeah, I don't have a problem with it. How much is it? And I told him the price. He's like, yeah, that's fine. I'm good with that. Here's, here's where this podcast is going to, here's the, I guess the example that I want to share that came off way too easily to me. And now, now I'm doing the podcast today. I can tell you that, you know, he was serious when he told me, but I can tell you in the moment when he said, yeah, that's fine. I don't have a problem with you bringing that product in. I was, my red flags went up immediately I, I immediately thought that uh, this is way too easy. There, something's wrong here. I haven't handled a single objection from him. He didn't question me on the price. He didn't question me on other doctors in the facility that would would or would not be using it. He didn't question me on contracts that he currently has in place. He didn't say I need to run it by a value analysis committee. He didn't say there's there's somebody else that also needs to approve this. Like, nothing held up this deal in his mind or at least that's what he was verbalizing to me. He's like, "Yeah, you can bring it in." And I'm like, "Uh, er, <laughs> slam on the brakes here. This is where you've got to do your due diligence in making sure that this deal does not uh, does not unwind afterward. Because what's so easy and I I've done this many times and I'm sure if you've been in sales you've done this before as well and this is I think the common situation that happens is you get a yes from somebody like that. And you're like, oh, okay, great. You get all excited like, oh, I got this deal. All right, great. I'll, uh, I'll drop out the stuff later this week. I'll see you on Monday. Bye. Click. And you end the call and you think like, yeah, I got this. This is the deal. I got it done. I'm going to do these surgeries. But you get a phone call 72 hours later saying, yeah, uh, we're not going to be able to do those surgeries because of this or that or anything else we've got a contract in place that we didn't realize, or we've got a spend requirement, or you know, one of the other doctors said, we're not gonna do those, we're not gonna bring that product in, or we just did, we just did an evaluation for these types of products two months ago, and we're not gonna bring a new product into the mix and do another evaluation. You know, who knows what the objection could be, or the reason why they would call you back and tell you, no, you're not gonna be able to do this. But that, that is effectively what happens more often than not. And that is one of the most frustrating things that can happen as a rep. So you can't take the easy yes as a final yes. Just because they say yes to you the first time does not automatically mean, yes, that is a final yes. That's your final answer. No questions asked. That product is coming in. You're doing the surgery. You've got to do your homework. You've got to do your due diligence. And so when he said, yeah, no problem. Uh, That's fine. The pricing's fine. Yeah, bring it in. We'll get it. uh, We'll get the stuff biomed check this week and we'll have it ready to go Monday. And I said, okay. And I'm thinking in my mind, all right, now what are all the reasons why he could call me back later and say, no, we're not going to do this. That's immediately where my mind went to. And that's what I think you have to do as a rep. You've got to have your mind go to all the reasons why they could potentially call you back later and tell you, no, it's not going to happen. And I think this comes off counterintuitively to many people that, well, I don't want to bring up all the reasons why they would potentially call me back later. I want to just take my yes and run with it. And I can see why that's kind of the intuitive thing that you would think. You don't want to bring up the reasons why they wouldn't let you bring the product in there. I don't want to give them reasons. I don't want to add reasons to why they shouldn't do this or they shouldn't let me bring this product in. But I actually think it's the opposite. I I think you want to bring up all those things, every single thing that you can think of you know, that's appropriate. Every single thing that you can think of as to why they could potentially call you back and say, no, we're not going to let you bring this product in. And the reason why is that if they're not thinking about it right now with you, with you on the phone or in person, they are going to think about it at some point. It's going to come up. And that's probably what happens. They might, you know, unless they're just trying to to throw you off and they, they don't want to tell you to your face in real time, like, no, we're not going to use this product here. They might say yes to you. And then intentionally just wait a few days and then call you back and say, uh, like, try to let you down easy. But it's probably also, they're like, yeah, that's fine. And then they go back to the books and they're like, oh no, I can't bring this product in because, you know, if I bring this product in, this doctor is doing X volume with our current vendor. And if I switch to you, that's going to take our spend down with them. And then that's going to put us below the threshold that we need. Like they're going to think about those things and all the reasons why they wouldn't bring you in, that's going to come up. And so you need to address it. Number one, it puts it out in the open. So you know, if this is a real deal, like you need transparency, you want to know what the real deal is. If it's not going to happen, it's better to know upfront, you would want to know upfront, if you go to them and say, hey, can we bring this product in? The doctor said he wants to use it. And they're like, look, we can't do that right now. We've got a contract in place. You would rather know that up front, number one, and then number two, it gives you a chance to handle it, right? But just taking the quick yes and and running with it, and then they come back later and they say, oh no, we're not going to be able to do it. That's not a good opportunity to handle it at that time, to handle the objection at that time. So you want to know up front all the reasons why. But number two, assuming that it is a deal, assuming that they are being honest with you when they say, yeah, no problem, bring it in this is going to validate and verify that that's going to happen. And it's going, that is how it's going to minimize the likelihood that they call you back later and say, I know I told you, yes, you could bring this product in, but that's not going to happen. I know you, I know the doctor said, yeah, they want to use it, but we can't use it because of this. That's going to minimize that happening. And so you so on the phone call with this guy that I was on the phone with him, he said, yeah, we can bring it in. Pricing's good. That's fine. I said, okay, let me ask you, do you currently have any contracts in place with this product? I asked them that on the phone. Why? Because it hadn't come up yet. And that's one of the primary reasons why they would call me back and say, hey, actually, we're not going to do this. So I asked him, do you have any current uh, contracts in place for this product? And he said, well, we do have a contract in place, but it has expired. So there's no issues as far as you bringing in this product. I said, okay, cool on that contract, do you have a spend requirement that you haven't hit yet? Another reason why they would potentially say, no, you can't bring this product in. He's like, well, we actually do have a spend requirement still left outstanding. Like we, we put this contract in place with this company and we had a spend limit that we've got to get to. And we still are trying to reach that. We're not under contract with them anymore necessarily, but we still have a spend requirement that we're trying to get to. And I said, okay, if we use this product with this doctor, does that jeopardize you not reaching your spend limit with this other company? And he said, no, no, that wouldn't be an issue. He's like, we use other products of theirs. It's fine. There's no real time stamp on when we have to reach that spend, spend requirement. We do need to reach it. But he's like, if, if this doctor uses this product, that's not going to be a problem for us reaching that spend requirement. I said, okay, what about the other doctors in the facility? Do you have any concerns with them seeing another product coming in to the surgery center or with if it comes in you have a problem with me showing it to the other doctors that are there. And again, he said, "No, that's fine. Everybody else is more or less on the same page. We would like to standardize if this is the if this is the best product. I don't have a problem with you showing it to them and we we could potentially use it, but let's try it first and see how it goes." I said, "Yeah, okay, cool." All of those follow-up questions after I had gotten the yes. is how how I validated that, okay, this is a final yes. The easy yes was the final yes. But it's not always that way. A lot of times you get the easy yes, and then that's not the final yes. That's just them letting you down easy, or they don't want to disappoint you in the moment, or they actually haven't thought through, well, if I bring you in, all of these cascading effects are going to happen. You have to ask those follow-up questions. You want to bring up all the reasons why they wouldn't allow you in all the reasons why they may call you in 24, 48, 72 hours and say, "Mm, actually, I know I told you, you could bring this product in, but we're not going to use it. You've got to ask those questions after you get the yes to then verify and lock down the yes. You've got to make sure it's a final yes. Don't take the easy yes and just assume that it's a final yes. All right. So hopefully that is helpful. Anyway, thank you guys for listening to this episode. We will see you on the next one. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Medical Sales Certification Podcast. If you thought that this podcast was helpful for you, consider subscribing to this channel and leaving us a review. And if you're interested in learning more about the medical sales training programs that we provide, you can check us out online at medicalsalescertificationprogram.com. Thanks again, and we will see you on the next episode.